Hey all, hope you're doing good. Um, I actually did a podcast this afternoon, but I decided to redo it. Um, not that I think there was anything wrong with, I'm just closing my curtains. Not that I thought there was anything wrong with the podcast this afternoon, but um, uh, I just got an email sent to me and it was along the lines of, um, you know, have a watch at this and I'd love to know your opinion and and then it kind of like ties in with like what my podcast covered this afternoon there um and basically I've been going through a bit of a a rough patch I I I would say I've had a rough patch ever since Houston um both physically and probably mentally um you know I I really struggled to find good form pretty much since the marathon um, and you know anyone that follows along would, would probably agree with that statement um, you know it it ranged from um, hamstring problems straight after which I'm not used to um, then obviously after the like hamstring problems settled down um, I got back into training but just just found myself struggling it just didn't things didn't really feel like they clicked and then you know that kind of went on for a while you know I upped the mileage and I thought that would help and then if anything I told you guys I just felt like I got good at running slow when I was tired you know I got good at like self-motivating myself to go out for another run but don't worry about what speed you run etc etc which you know that's not professional and that's not going to create um like a professional world-class runner um so then i think things did sort of did show some signs of improvement um you know a week before i was due to pace at the milan marathon you guys might remember um i did a tempo and i i felt really good and you know i was i was really buzzing Sorry about that. Um, I was in the elevator and um, yeah, I just didn't want to start talking about myself while the cleaner lady came into the elevator. But yeah, look, look, basically, um, you know, things things turned a corner. Things looked, I thought things looked um, pretty good. Um, I, I definitely thought things had improved. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, I, I go to Milan and, and I end up with what I thought was, um, you know, the food poisoning. And then ever since the food poisoning, it's just been like, it's just been really difficult to find some kind of like positive momentum. Like, you know, there was there was a couple of good days in Portugal. But I mean, if we if we look at the facts, the good days weren't that great. Like, you know, you're you're looking at like me doing a, a tempo run at 510 to 515 pace and like you know I'm not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing a tempo run at 510 to 515 pace but you know when you run a marathon at 505 per mile it's not very good um you know it no I'm not saying it's not very good it's just it's just not necessarily the day to draw confidence from like 
you know, I, I came home to Belfast um, in December. I had been a, a bit ill, so I didn't do the European Cross. And I remember on the Sunday going to Victoria Park and doing 15 miles and averaging like 5.06. So, you know, if I'm drawing confidence from days where I'm doing eight miles at 5.10 to 5.15 or actually probably more like 5.15 average, you know, it's 10 seconds behind. It's half the distance and 10 seconds behind um, the kind of stuff I was doing last December. So, you know, it's been a really rocky inconsistent period and I, I spoke to Alan's story on the phone this afternoon um, again if you listen you'll know I, I love to call Alan up and pick his brain about things and, and I just explained what's been going on and Alan is adamant that it is impossible for it to be a, a lack of fitness um, you know looking at the run of, looking at the run of play um, race, race used to marathon which was incredible really good day Um things then you know yes for two or three weeks i couldn't do that much running but then since that for 12 weeks i think the average is like 89.4 miles or something stupid um i mean as a 12 week average to be up around 90 miles you'd expect to be relatively fit um and so of course like based on my fitness test yesterday like I'm my results were the worst they've been in, in probably two years. Um which is just like just it's just shit. Um now the reason I'm redoing the podcast is because I'm I'm sent uh I'm sent a video to watch and it's a documentary on Kenya. Um and it's uh I I, I, I didn't get to watch the full thing, I just got to watch. Um part of watching part of it was enough because it was um, basically a journalist or ex-athlete or, um, you know, picking a, picks a couple of Kenyan athletes and talks to them. And he's talking about like doping and EPO and, and these Kenyans hide their faces and they're talking and they're, they're, they're basically just saying that all, all professional runners in Kenya are doping. Um, and then, you know, they go on and, um, they actually set up an appointment with a doctor and you see the doctor giving the athlete the drugs and, um, and, and it costs 25 quid, you know, similar to the article that I just tweeted about what's going on in Ethiopia. And why, why I draw the two and two together is because like what, what's pretty sad about it is um, if my blood test comes back and there's something wrong or, you know, maybe I'm a bit fatigued or, you know, I'd be confused because I'm pretty hard on myself and feel like I don't train that hard. But I guess if you run 90 plus miles a week for two years in a row, up at 7,000 feet a lot of the time, of course you run the risk of, you know, overtraining, fatigue. Um, sometimes that fatigue can be mental fatigue too. Um, even though I don't feel mentally fatigued or exhausted, but it's a really fucking shame and makes me really fucking angry and sad that like, you know, I'd love to kick the fuck out of some of these doctors in Kenya that are doing it because it's so unfair that like, here's me in the situation that I'm in, you know, stressing over training, maybe stressing to think I should train more and, and all stuff like this. And, and then you've just got people out there that'll just cheat dope and, and do it so easily. And, and it's, you know, it's fucked up. Like, I buy iron tablets today just in case my iron might be a bit low. 
And the first thing I do is I go on the WADA website and I make sure that I can take the fucking iron tablets. That's for iron tablets, you know? Like, these fuckers just put whatever they want in their systems and no, there's no, like, there's no punishment in Kenya. Like, you go back to Kenya and you're a, you're a doper. Who gives a fuck? You know, like, whereas, like, I don't know, it's, it's pretty sad and um, it makes me angry and it makes me angry because I know I'm not alone. I know there's there's probably a lot of athletes who, like, if there wasn't dopers in the world, there's a lot of athletes who would be really, really good. And actually, because the dopers exist, these athletes end up quitting the sport. And not only do some of them quit the sport, but some of them develop really, like, bad and unhealthy obsessions, you know? So before they quit the sport, for example, like, you, you find, like, with some athletes, they develop eating disorders or, you know, they train too hard and they develop, like, overtraining syndrome or they or they don't eat and then they, like, get really bad bone problems. And, like, to think that actually if the fucking cheats didn't exist, the, the, bar, the bar of world class would be lowered, I think, significantly. Perhaps you wouldn't have to not eat and overtrain and things like this and so it is a bit sad it is a bit sickening um i'm not in the best of forms anyway with running so like because i'm struggling you know i'm i am perhaps shining a negative light over it but it 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 just yeah it breaks me down a bit you know like like if i if this is how easy like the africans are like ethiopia kenyans are, are doping and it's so cheap like 25 quid whatever like it, it's, it would break your heart, you know. It would break my heart to know that when I came 12th place in London Marathon, if it wasn't for cheats, they'll never get caught because they can just stop taking this shit like a week before the race. And if they're not a big name, you know, there's there's no target on their back by like dope testers or whatever. You know, maybe maybe I was seventh that day or eighth that day and not supposed to be 12th and. It's just fucked up. It's a real, it's a real shit thing. Um, but yeah, it makes me a bit sad. Um, but yeah, look, I, I am where I am. Um, I just have to ride whatever, whatever my body's up to right now. And um, it doesn't, it doesn't really seem like my body's absorbing the training that I'm doing because you know, for 12 weeks, I've trained relatively well and been relatively happy with some of the stuff. But it's as if there's no absorption. So instead of absorbing the training and moving on, my body's just staying at the same fitness as the week before. And and actually, I've lost significant amount of fitness. Um, usually after a marathon, like usually after London, you know, you guys know this, like six or seven weeks after London each year, I went on and ran a 10K PB. And I haven't done as much training as this time. Whereas this time, now we're 12 weeks after Houston and like, you know, I'd be lucky to run 30-30 right now, like, and, and that's not, it's not right, it's not right when when I think about it and I look on paper at the amount of training I've done, it's not right, I think I've been running 16 to 20 mile every Sunday, you know, some Sundays I was doing 16 that morning and 6 miles that night, it's not right that, um, like, my body is where it is, and then, like, when I spoke to Hass yesterday and we discussed the, like, the idea of maybe I'm fatigued, it was kind of like fatigued from what? Like, you know, yes, yes, I just said out loud that I did 16 miles on a Sunday and six miles that night, but 
remember that this time last year I would have done 25 miles in the morning from a long run and ran it all at like 5.30 pace. You know, when I'm usually training for a marathon, I'm doing, I'm training really hard. So actually in the last three months, we decided to take things slightly easier. Not like, not like super, super easy, but like just, just take the marathon stuff and tone it down a little bit, which is why like 16 miles in the morning and six miles at night, that's a little bit easier on the body than doing like 24 in one go or 22 in one go. Um, but like there, you know, I should be pretty fit. I think most coaches, if you looked over the training that I've done over the last two, three months, they'd be like, yeah, that's, that's an athlete that should be rounded into pretty good form. Whereas I'm out this morning for like a three mile run and I end up going home because I'm running at 7.30, 7.45 and just thinking, fucking hell, like I'm tired. My legs are tired. Mentally, I'm tired and it's just exhausting. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm going to have a few easy days. Um, I, I think it's what my body needs. It needs a bit of like tender love and care. And, you know, I'm, I might jump in the ice bath when I'm down here um, at the Institute. I've got to go down and speak to Gary today, my psychologist, which comes at a good time. So I'm falling apart. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but my poor wee body just isn't loving life whatsoever. And I am smiling because I, I, I've really turned a corner in my life where, like, you know, I'm not going to be mad at my body because it's not running tempos at a certain speed or, you know, because my fitness test yesterday wasn't as good. Like, being mad at your body or angry, it, it, it doesn't help, and that's just your ego. Um, right now... All I can do is just be good to my body and, and listen to it and pay attention to it. And you'll probably find the reason I wanted to come home to Belfast is because I haven't been feeling that good. And, you know, I didn't really want to go back to Flagstaff when I'm struggling. And um, I know that I have a really good support team at home, including Gary, including Sai and I. You know, I got bloods taken first thing yesterday. You know, these guys, are, these guys have my back. Up really well and I have all the resources here to kind of look after this and you know I'm, I'm thinking back and I think it traces back to like the long haul flight the long haul flight from America into Milan and then food poison the next day that's really unlucky um, and you might just find that I basically resume training too soon after the food poison um, there's another taxi driver tooting at some lady. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, yeah, maybe I just got stuck stuck back into the training too quickly. Um, I, I didn't think I did. Um, you know, I, I ran easy the next day, and then I didn't, I didn't basically smash the session the day after that when I was in Portugal. But, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, maybe I let the fact that I could only, you know, I, I missed a lot of training the week of food poison and the long haul travel. So maybe I let that get to me. And then that clouded my judgment about, I basically rushed back in there a full week. Whereas maybe what I should have done is just took it a bit easier, knowing that I'd just done the long haul and knowing I'd just had food poison. But it's so fucking tough to make those decisions at the time. It really is. Um, but yeah, like, it is what it is, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to be mad at my body, I'm not going to be mad at the situation, it, like, it, it just is what it is, and, and I hope, I hope things turn a corner, um, I hope when the blood test comes back next week, you know, there might be some, there might be some signs of something, 
Um, running's a very, very complicated sport. Um, the human body's very complicated, which, which what, that's what can make it quite complicated at times. Um, so, you know, maybe nothing. I'll come back in the blood test. But I, I just think I know where my body's at. Like, you know, I'm pretty tired today and I'm, I'm beat up. And, and that's from yesterday. And yesterday was nothing, you know. Like, seriously, like, that, the threshold test that I did yesterday, um, all that is is five times five minutes. And actually, like, um, three three of the five-minute reps are, like, not even hitting my marathon pace yet. So, like, it should be so, so easy for me to achieve that and do that. And in the past, I've done the five times five minutes that morning and then gone that night and done, like, anything from another full session again. Um, the last March, I did the five times five minutes in the morning. And then I went to Clonliffe that night and ran five miles in 24.03, I think, to break the five-mile Irish track record or something that, um, like, the club were pretty excited about. But, you know, so, yeah, look, it's confusing. It confuses me. Um, but I, but I'm, I'm just going to go with it. Um, you know, we always talk about, like, you have to love the process. And um, it's not always fun. Um, the love the process like I don't think I'm going to love the next lot of weeks Um I don't think it's going to be very fun at all for me because like I feel unfit because I struggled in that fitness test um, and the my natural reaction would be that I just want to train and train pretty hard and, and get myself out of this little rut or whatever but, but actually I need to do the opposite perhaps you know perhaps I need to just take it easy for a week or two or I, I don't fucking know um maybe maybe there's maybe there's nothing going on and um yeah i don't know um but yeah look it, it's not been great i know it hasn't been great i've been complaining for weeks about fitness and it just not being where it's supposed to be and you know i tweeted about it like a month ago and all the signs point towards this being a pretty rough five or six weeks and i'm just not sure why um I would imagine there's there's something going on, um, and I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it, and I'll put a recovery plan in place or whatever you want to call it, um, and and be back I'm sure training in no time. Um, so yeah, I think for the next couple of days I'm going to allow myself two to three mile runs, um, or maybe even like three to four. Today I didn't even want to go over three miles. I literally stopped at mile two point seven and went basically f that i've had enough and um, because it's not fun when i'm struggling it's just not fun um but you never know maybe maybe towards the end of the week or um yeah maybe it'll maybe it'll turn a corner for me and i won't be struggling and you know that'd be pretty cool but um like i said i'm not going to try to put pressure on my body i'm just going to let it do what it's got to do um for two years now guys my body has gone from strength to strength fitness tests have just got better and better race results have just got better and better so what am i going to be pissed off that two years later it fights back a little bit and needs a bit of time to relax absolutely not and maybe i can actually do some yoga and stuff and you know one thing i did notice when i watched if you, if you go on instagram and you go to um, the oregon project instagram nop 
Um, and Galen Rupp's talking about coming back from Achilles surgery. There's no way that he can come back fitter than he's ever been before because that that just can't happen. You know, he gets so fit when he's probably running 120 to 140 mile a week. But one of the things they talk about is coming back, you know, stronger, coming back like more flexible and things like this. And, you know, so if I'm going to take the next probably 10 days a bit easier, you might find I do a bit of yoga or some shit. Um, and it doesn't necessarily excite me, but at least when I do start back, um, one part of my running might be in better shape than it's ever been before. And, and, and that's what you got to do. You got to work with what you got. And, um, yoga can be a session within itself and it can be quite hard work, but it can also be really relaxing mentally. And so maybe it'd be good to just distract me from everything that's going on, but yeah, look, guys, have, I'm, I'm sure you guys have all experienced this before yourselves. It's just, I'm just not used to this. I'm used to, as, as a week goes by, if I run 85 to 90 or 95 mile a week, I fucking get better. And I come back a week later, and it's usually so simple for me. But, yeah, this will be a frustrating period. But, sure, that's part of the sport. But thanks for listening, guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye.